Hello and welcome back to Janelle Talks Too Much. I want to start off by apologizing for my absence, but congratulate you to making it to 2023. 2022 was uh, not a fun year, but we have the chance to do it over again in 2023, and I am super excited to have you guys back with me here. So let me first explain the absence very briefly. I have taken on the role of a tutor for multiple students this semester, and that has taken over a majority of my free time. So now that we've moved past that, I wanted to to dive right into what we're going to be talking about today, which is the childless by choice group versus the motherhood group. So let me first say this is not a podcast that I'm doing comfortably, just given the fact that I'm speaking from a place of borderline ignorance. And I say that meaning that I don't have a full perspective on motherhood because I myself am not a mother. So I will tread carefully. I will do my best to include everybody. And as always, we are going to respect everyone in this conversation. So mothers, childless by choice people, people who are infertile or have issues with fertility, everyone that is listening, everyone that is impacted by this. I assure you that I'm going to be saying this as respectfully as possible, but I will not tiptoe around the subjects because we need to talk about this. So in recent news, we have seen Tucker Carlson go apeshit and drawing attention to Chelsea Handler's bit about the childless by choice conversation. With that being said, the conversation around this is quite disgusting. The backlash that Chelsea Handler has received for making this fun little skit, something ridiculous, right? So if you have seen the skit, to briefly narrate it for you, Chelsea Handler essentially is playing up the things that people without children, women without children, get to do, and it has sparked an outrage. And I wanted to do my best to bridge the gap a little bit from the mothers versus the childless by choice folks, because each other is not who we should be mad at. What we should be mad at is the men having a conversation about this, right? There was a commentator that came on to the show with Tucker Carlson and had a lot of things to say about Chelsea Handler and the women like her that the only Valentine's dates that we will get is night alone on Valentine's Day with half a bottle of Xanax that we are barren there's all these disgusting things that were said about women very stereotypical reinforcing of the stigma of the fact that oh well something must be wrong with you and society has brainwashed you into being a girl boss and no dude some of us don't want to change diapers okay some of us can't afford diapers a lot of us can't afford diapers but the whole point of it is that I want you guys to understand that there are people who have children who don't even like their children. And I know that that's a tough pill to swallow and I'm not trying to encourage or discourage anybody from doing anything. I'm just putting the facts out there. There is a subreddit of mothers who anonymously comment and make these threads about how they do not like their children, how they are overstimulated. Yes, cool. But how they resent them. Like they are brutally honest and reading that it's scary. I'm not gonna lie. It's scary and it's okay and normal to feel your feelings, right? Like, and I know that a lot of mothers might feel guilty for feeling like, why did I do this? Or what am I doing? And and, well, I can't undo it now, right? Well, let me just put out there that one woman did. One mother did. So if you have been on TikTok lately, the way the algorithms work, I'm assuming that if you're a mother, you have had to have seen the story of Lindsay Clancy, the young woman who strangled all three of her children and is trying to claim a postpartum insanity defense, which is not going to hold up in court just given the evidence that has been released to the public about how she has methodically planned out the murders and journaled things that were in direct contrast to someone who was doing something in the spur of the moment with a psychotic break. Moving past that, I need to get to the nitty gritty of the fact that this woman is one of many. She's just one that has made national news, okay? This happens 
every day in America. And the reason why I want to talk about this with you guys is because me as a child-free person does not mean that I hate children. Not by the farthest account. I'm probably the best person with children if you've met me in person and had your kids around me. They, I just, I don't know if it's the hair. I don't, I don't know. But for some reason, I've got a way with kids. I don't want them myself because I operate from a place of fear when it comes to commitment and one that I can't walk away from at any time. I feel like I'm out of control. And that's just me personally. I do want you to understand something about me personally on my podcast. I'm going to support your right to feel, act how you want in respect to safety of others. But me personally, I am and have always been pro-choice. And that does not just include the option to terminate a pregnancy. That also includes the option to keep your child. I support a mother, a young woman that wants to keep her child and maintain her pregnancy. A thousand percent. I also support if you want to like chop off your leg, it's your body, do what you want. You know what I'm saying? That's pro-choice is more than just terminating a pregnancy. So I wanted to put that out there. But I will say that there is a stigma on both sides, that mothers are miserable, that they are dependent on others, just like there's a stigma of child-free people, that they're lonely or society has brainwashed them into having a family is the worst thing that they could do. I think speaking from the place of certainty as a child-free person, I think that I've just sat with myself long enough to understand that when you have a child, it's more than just the financial stress. It's also passing along generational curses. So if you're the helicopter parent, if you yourself as a child were burdened by your parents being helicopter parents, and I mean the parents that are overprotective, always in your business, very strict. And you know what they say about strict parents is they make very sneaky kids. So you yourself were always criticized and and watched and, and hovered over, right? So when you grow up and you have kids, it's likely that you could either become just like your parent because that's all that you know, or you adopt new patterns of behavior to deal with that and you are totally hands-off with your kids. Not neglectful, but in the areas where they need structure, you're like hands-off because you know that your parents were too much, so you yourself are fearful that you're going to be too much on your kids. So that's a generational curse right there. And that's just a very, 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 very tiny example of the bigger generational curses that are very prominent through we millennials and Gen Z's family structures. I also wanted to talk about the financial we are not really in a place where having families makes sense in my head. Again, I support your choice to do it. I'm not trying to come across and bash mothers or anything like that. I've, I've been through that time in my life where I'm like, why y'all having kids? Why are you having kids? I'm not going to be that person. If you want to have kids, if all you've ever wanted to be was a mother, by all means, like follow your dreams, do what you want to do, you know, but I need mothers to hear me when I say this, that their people are going to look at you kind of sideways. If you're the person that's constantly on social media, breaking up with your boyfriend, having drama, having issues, you're in an abusive relationship, and then, you know, you're not doing a lot of unpacking, you're not doing a lot of the work that you should have done prior to being a mother, and then all of a sudden you have a kid, a lot of us are not saying congratulations in our head. We're, we are concerned. We are deeply concerned. And I know, again, I understand that that might be a little bit abrasive, okay? So I'm not trying to attack anybody. I'm just telling you what goes on in the minds of people around you, and it's not that we're jealous. It's not that we want what you have. That's a deflection. We are worried about the well-being of something that is defensive in the arms of someone who has not unpacked things and has not really gained a lot of themselves just yet to stand on their own. That's that's the concern. However, free to do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. I just need you guys to understand that like financially, there are stereotypes on both 
ends of the financial aspect of this conversation, where there are women who will have children by men in the hopes of gaining financial independence from their parents, right? So you got your own place now, you moved away, you got, then what happens when you guys split up? What happens if he passes away? What do you have then? Again, so I'm saying stand on your own, women, like ladies, let's stand up, okay? Let's let's maybe start having something to stand on before we lean on somebody else, because if they, they step away, we fall to the floor, right? And then society still picks expects us to pick ourselves up, maintain our mental health, our image, and our child's well-being, all while dealing with the fact that the father has stepped away or is not around for whatever reason. Do you see what I'm saying? So it all comes full circle. I'm just saying you're free to do what you want, but to make critical decisions is pertinent when it comes to nurturing something defenseless. Again, I have gotten this plenty of times as people who don't experience it shouldn't speak on it. I'm sorry. Um, at one point, yes, I, I was a child, mm-hmm. as were we all. So no, I don't think that that's a fair combative term to just throw around like, well, do you have kids? No. So who are you to tell somebody about parenting? Uh, well, actually, bitch, I was a child once and I have parents and they have made... critical mistakes. I'm speaking on it because clearly nobody has told your dumbass just yet where you're fucking up. Like, why are you giving your child like a whole ass coke before they go to bed? Like, that's your parenting choice. But like, why are you sitting here complaining in my face that they won't go to bed? I wonder why. Well, who are you to, I'm just observing what's going on. Don't be mad at me because I'm not going to co-sign your bullshit all the time. So again, children are beautiful. I think that having a family is something that if you aspire to do, absolutely do that for sure. But understand that there's things that you need to do within yourself, in my opinion, before you just take that large step. And let's please, please hear me when I say it. If somebody tells you that they don't want children, the one thing that you should not say is, oh, you're young, you'll change your mind. I'm a pretty nice person, but that's a phrase that really, really brings me out of my character 10 times out of 10. Because no, actually I won't. I'm 28 currently, and I have been Janelle my entire life. I know Janelle better than anybody. And if Janelle says that Janelle doesn't want children, who are you, Joe Schmo, to tell me better than I can tell me about something that critical? Women die every day during childbirth. They suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, which alters their hormones. Their hormones don't get set back right until two years after the delivery of the child. Women can die and do die delivering children every day, every day. It is a stressful thing to be a parent, to go through pregnancy, delivery. Your hormones are against you. You feel like the world is against you. I've had many friends be pregnant and I have been pregnant vicariously through them. And I've decided that witnessing that and the aftermath for me personally, I don't want to do it. That is not something that I want to do. Your children are beautiful. They are smart. I've seen more smart kids than ever this year. Coming from you guys, y'all are raising some good kids. Some of you, no, absolutely the fuck not. Some of y'all, to be real with you, are a teacher's worst fucking nightmare. But a lot of y'all have really bright, intelligent, curious kids that are just, just amazing. And you guys are doing a really, really good job. You're doing the best that you can. And I don't want this to come across like I'm bashing anybody on either side. You guys are doing the best that you can. And I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of all of you. I'm just telling you now as a person of childless by choice that I'm on all y'all side. I'm on everybody's side on this one because like the last thing that we need right now is more criticism and division, especially among women regarding our reproductive rights. What we need is unity and support. So someone who's childless by choice like me, if you need a babysitter, 
babysitter. You know what I'm saying? You need somebody to come over and just hold the baby while you cook and, and fold laundry. Call me. If you need somebody to hold the baby while you do something, don't be afraid to lean on your child list by choice friends. If they are really your friends, they'll understand because we don't have the same capacity that you guys do. Lean on each other. Don't be so critical and divisive over something that unifies us all. We all have a womb. We are all able to create life. And there's a very, very serious argument behind this is that just because you can doesn't mean that you should. I'll say that in my own relationship, I got into a very heated argument about what we're supposed to do as women. Well, you have the parts. That's what you're supposed to do. No, babe, that's not what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. Women are so much more capable of anything in the world than to just do the one thing that they're able to do reproductive wise. You're dwindling somebody down and dehumanizing them to their reproductive status. And then on top of that, you want to control the reproductive status by having an opinion on whether or not they should carry or terminate. How does that make sense? Men, I did post something on Facebook not too long ago asking mothers what an unselfish reason to have children was. And the best answer that I got was a surrogate, someone who has a child for someone else who either doesn't want to be pregnant or cannot become pregnant themselves. I do believe personally that that is the only unselfish reason to have a child because any other reason is because you want a family or you want to give love to something or you're curious to see how your child would turn out. Take away the fact that that feels like I'm attacking you. I'm not. I'm just, I'm emphasizing you because when you're answering the question, you say, well, I want to da-da-da. I want this. I want to do that. And I feel, okay, fair enough. And I'm not bashing you for that. I'm just pointing out and bringing your direction to the fact that your entire answer for bringing a life to this world has everything to do with yourself. That is not an unselfish reason. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just bringing your attention to the reality of that statement. Okay. Anyways, so I just wanted to throw that out there. I think this was a very good conversation to have. So you guys, I hope you have a great day. I really appreciate your listenership and your patience with me with these. I do plan to be on a more regular schedule with putting these out. So do stay tuned and let me know if you have any requests. You guys do know how to find me and I will provide links better and more often to you. See you next time.